Yes, it is the Step Mates Podcast. Back for another week, you've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and Lockie Buddy Wilson. Big, great round of applause. Where are we? I, I tell you what, I wanted the day off, but Lockie was like, guys, we've got to do an Australia Day special. <laughs> Lockie is be. massive about Australia we Day. We said, come on, mate, it's just a Wednesday. And he went, no, it's Australia Day. Where's your national pride? That's what he said to us. We were like, I don't know. It's a pretty sensitive day. Yeah, lucky. Maybe we should just take. So he's it come easy. up with. Um, he's got the. Uh, he's got the two tattoos uh, on under his eyes. The two Australian flags. He's draped in an Australian flag. Got um, fuck off. We're full as a t-shirt on. <laughs> You're looking crazy. good, lucky. You're looking sharp, mate. Well done, you patriot. Thank you. That that was true. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> all of that is correct and accurate. Um, it is Australia Day. We're, we're here. It's a public holiday for everyone else, but we're here delivering the podcast for you, good cunts. That's what we're doing. I uh, we so we we did a we did a little cartoon where we said Happy Australia Day probably six or seven times throughout that little cartoon. And uh, the first article I read this morning, by the way, boys, is three words you cannot say today: Happy Australia Day. I I, I haven't said it yet. I you mean, haven't I, said it yet at all. I, I probably haven't said it for a few years, but. I, did, I honestly didn't even really like if it wasn't for the news and the the big f- furore around it, I wouldn't have even clocked did it. Did you see the yeah. planes? Did you see the fucking air show? No, nah. I was so excited. Sebi <laughs> leapt from his chair today because he was like, "Was there an air show?" So yeah, he, he was sitting on his chair. And he's like, "Did you hear that plane?" And I was like, "What are you fucking talking about?" And he was like, "That plane was really fucking close." So he toddles off to the top of the roof and he's like, "There's an air show on. There's an air show on." <laughs> and he's filmed it. And sure enough, there's an air show on. Wow. Yeah, it looked fucking sick. He was giving me shit, and then I was sending him the fucking <laughs> videos. And he was like, "Ah, oh, that's that does look pretty cool." <laughs> Sends me a video and they've done all that smoke stuff, and I was just like, "Yeah, okay, chemtrails." It's too hard to Confirmed. go outside. It was. I, I tell you what, I was outside for five minutes on the roof, and I was I was I was roasting. Yeah, that would have that would have been very hot. Probably very sunburned. exposed. Up Normally, there. I have my beers on. Hottest 100 day these these days, but I didn't even do that on the weekend. It's uh, we so obviously we've had to dip a little bit into this whole Australia Day controversy over the last uh, you know couple of days in preparation for this uh, cartoon that we had to drop. And uh, as you can probably tell, we avoided it completely. Every <laughs> it's like Minesweeper. It was yeah. really bad. It's like every step you make is just a bomb. Um, and so we just decided to just ignore it and just have you know a bit of fun with it, but. It's just, it, it is getting to boiling point, right? I think there was like something, hundreds of thousands, or hundred thousand people or something uh, marching through Sydney today. I, I missed it all, like so much of this. Yeah, the, the, in St Kilda, they, they, they covered the statue of Captain Cook in red paint. I did see that. I saw a photo of that. That was fun. I, I like that stuff. This but is this is the anarchy that you talked about. Exactly. See, the peaceful protest where they're all, they're all sitting in silence in Sydney. So you're going to achieve fuck all. You Ch- cover, chuck some blood on cunts. Exactly. You destroy some monuments. You cover them in red paint. <laughs> you get your message across. They should have gone, much no, more they gone further. They should have used actual like pig's blood or something. Exactly. You know, they should have like bring it to the next level, guys. No, Seb, don't need to bring animals into this. Or the, you know, they could be already dead. I don't know. Human bodies. You're the one that wanted to do a podcast on Australia Day. <laughs> Don't fucking lecture me. I insisted. He insisted. Um, but of course, uh, Australia Day, that means that uh, we've named a new Australian, Australian of the Year, which means that Grace Tame's uh, tenure is over once was, and for all. And was, Sebi celebrates that. I was disgusted with Grace Tame. <laughs> you were. I was genuinely disgusted she didn't spit in Scott Morrison's ah, eye. Of uh. course. Not smile, love. <laughs> no, it didn't uh. stamp on his foot. That's really really torn people apart too, kick him in the it? shins like, kick him in the shins it's really torn people uh torn people apart why do people get so fu- like some can't I, like I, I, I try not to engage with this stuff because it's like you know it's the media is going to have their fun some can't wrote an article about it like pvo can you how can you be bothered like yeah. 
Well, why do you even care? Well, I can tell you, for, for doing a politics cartoon at the moment, it's fuck it, It's pretty quiet. Jing is just it's not starved a much, for content. Exactly. Like, yeah. this normally, uh, who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a fuck about the Australian of the Year anyway? Well, like, even it's, it's that. It's a fucking like, bullshit it's, award. It's Australian. Of, like, what What a fucking arbitrary It's so award. dumb. Award. Like, well, well, I'll tell you what, Lucky. I'm going to double wow. down with this reporter. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you my criticism of the, of the Grace Tame thing. Is <laughs> okay. it, I, you can tell what she's doing. That's what I think. I think she was going exactly for the Greta... And Trump moment, and she did it. Was she, she fucking? But I, but I, she, I reckon she, you she, could she, see that she's doing it. That she was my got only a, criticism. She got a spot in the papers. Like it, it worked. Yeah, exactly. I just I struggle with the whole like the applauding of like what the Australian of the Year has achieved this year. Like I don't, I, I, I really don't know what it, what fucking power the Australian of the Year really carries. I didn't realize until today that the Australian of the Year. Is the Australian for the whole year? I thought it was just like a like a one day thing, like ceremony where you like basically won an award. I didn't realize you were like Australia's ambassador for the year. Yeah, what do you have to? What are the actual roles? What do you have to do? I don't know. You just go to like lunches and shit. Yeah, you just get a little fucking medal. Sounds fun. Get wheeled around a little bit, but I don't think she did much of that. Like all it did was all it is is just a bit of a fucking social media boost. That's all it does is get you more followers. You know, it's just a really good collaboration with the government. I went to the beach. Yesterday, because nice. the, the weather was beautiful uh, and someone at the beach, I was just sitting there in the sand eating my fish and chips, vegan fish and chips. and <laughs> Vegan fish and chips? It's Northgate vegan fish and chips. Are you serious? What, how, what's <laughs> a vegan fish take like? It's, it's just like. tofu. It was actually pretty good. Like, it, surprisingly good. But anyway, that's another story. Holy so, shit. So, I'm just sitting in the sand eating my chips, eating my soy protein, and I hear this chick... <laughs> Hear this chick go, I <laughs> oh, fucking Dylan Alcott. I'm sick of that cunt just because he's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's, what's he done now? Yeah. And, and and then I then I I came home and saw the news that he's the new Australian of the year. I've heard nothing but bad things about Dylan Alcott. By really? the way, he lives around the corner from us here. No, he, really. He's, yeah, he's always at the pub. Does he really? Yeah, he's always always at the pub. Which pub? She keeps going down the road. So the retreat hotel. He's always he's he's like a. They he's don't like have a, wheelchair access. Well. He just sits outside. Oh, okay. They've always got a seat for Dylan. And they I think they might they might have to pick him up. I don't know. I don't even know. They probably would. Would they have to now? It's Australia of the Year. He's going to be a plank of ply. And they just go, go on, mate. Wheel up. But anyway, you've, you've heard he's a bad I've boy. only heard bad things. I've only heard he's an arrogant piece of shit. You like, know what? I choose to believe it. Because it's more fun. Exactly. I can't remember who told me. Who told me that uh, Dylan Alcott was just a piece of shit? I think someone in who was ever whoever was working in like a film with him or something. We like had that. we my old boss worked with him, but I, I think he I don't know if he said anything bad about I just him. Just heard yeah from like commercials and stuff. He just sort of fucking he just wheels on in there and just <laughs> fucking you know, no, throws you know what, his though, weight around. He's a tennis player. Like all fucking tennis players have that attitude. Yeah, yeah that's true. Fucking I don't heroes. hate him because he's in a wheelchair. I hate him because he plays fucking tennis. I, I, I have you seen all of this? There's controversy on the. At, at the court as well, like people. So Kyrgios has been been showboating. Kyrgios, the special K's they're calling him. That's the what two he does co- every year. Like, isn't that um, that's, that's his shtick? Peng Shui. It's you fun. Peng Shui. Is that the Chinese? The Chinese chick thing. Oh, and then there's the, the fucking the, sponsor. The, the chick that's gone missing. Is that yeah. is that the one? Yeah, that's the one. Feng Shui. Oh yeah, she talked out against tennis, and now no one's seen her. And she just disappeared, yeah. which is how they do it in China. And then, of course, the biggest controversy with tennis as well, and the thing that really grinds my fucking gears with this whole fucking tournament and why it should end, the Australian Open should end, is they wheel out Elliot Loney again and again <laughs> and again. 
This it your, fucking kills me. This is Mark's nemesis. Like, his, yeah. <laughs> actually, this is, this is your like. This is your villain. Well, this I is can your, tell you with Elliot Loney, right? So we, we, th- we, there is a rogues gallery for Mark. Like, there's there's a number of villains. There's a number of villains, but like that's his Gary. You know, in yeah. Pokemon, when you're playing, Gary is <laughs> yeah, always there. It's Elliot. Up. That's Elliot Loney. No, but Gary's always ahead of the bloke. He's right? slightly ahead, but you always beat him. Mark's but, Joker. Yeah, he's never ahead of me, mate. He's never ahead of me. I don't want to be on the fucking Today Show doing shitty impressions, changing hats and wigs. Cole loves him though. Cole Stefano. He has to, mate. He's on telly, mate. He's got the fucking... He sees the red light on the camera. He's going to be a positive bloke, right? <laughs> fucking come on, mate. Settle. Is it a bunch of cunts coming? Mate. No, it's not coming. But okay. I remember when um, back in the day, it was like very similar to like that Grace Tame moment, right? So that we, we used to work in this like digital advertising agency and they'd worked with Elliot Loney before and they knew that we'd had a background and I kept bad-mouthing him. I was just bad-mouthing him behind his back <laughs> all the time, like a legend. And um, <laughs> and then just all of a sudden, the boss comes out and he's like, hey, guys, yeah, fucking Elliot Loney's coming in today. And, like, minutes before that, I was bad-mouthing him. Uh-huh. And then next, in walks through the door, fucking Elliot Loney, and I had to do the old Grace Tame the and just go, like, hi, hi, Elliot. <laughs> you going? And then off we go into the fucking boardroom, and I just uh. have to sort of dance around, and everyone's looking at me going, is he going to say something? Is he going to say something? <laughs> did you Or did you pussy out? No, no, no. So doing a few impressions and all that sort of shit. I certainly wasn't kind. Like, it's it, a, it, the no, press it'd, went after Mark afterwards. They're like, why, why didn't you smile? You could have just smiled. You could have yeah, just so been polite. Smile, love. Come on, he's a very important person. <laughs> Show some respect. It's Elliot Loney. That's what they all said. Respect the office? No. Respect, uh, yes, respect no, the office. Respect that's, the that's impression. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking why not? Fucking why not? But anyway, that's... Um, Your Grace Tay moment. That's my little Grace Tay moment. I don't know. Have you ever had a fucking moment where you've, you've got to pretend to like someone or you've, 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 your missus hasn't liked someone or anything like that? There's certainly been times where I've especially when I was younger, hung out with people that either I I was jealous because I was like, this guy's trying to get with my girlfriend, but I got to put on like a, a positive, a positive oh, yeah, attitude yeah, and yeah. not come off like a jealous, jealous possessive boyfriend. Twerp, yeah. And then the flip side of that where... You've hit on someone else's girlfriend. Would <laughs> You've been the bad guy. No, no, no. But, but like my girlfriend's been jealous of me talking to another oh, yeah. girl and yep. then she she's like just very like... And it made it very non non plus, no smile, and I have overcompensated for her, which has then made her more jealous, which has been just a just a terrible Feedback spiral. Of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. Of jealousy and That's what you want. You want to inspire some jealousy in the miso, right? You don't want her to be thinking like, oh, like he's talking to a hot chick. Yeah, you want some he level of emotion. Chance. Like that's 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 not a good review. Yeah, you want her to think. He's not a threat. It is funny. Yeah. So these people, like my current girlfriend, has in, has like just no jealousy in her, and sometimes it's it annoys me. It's such a shame because so, I'm like, something. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't you? Are you not worried? Yeah. Like, you I've said that be before. <laughs> As I've walked out, I'd be like, all right, so, see you, sweetheart. I might go fuck a nine, nine and a half tonight. And, you know, I might go try and fuck a 10 and she'd be like, yeah, good luck, dickhead. <laughs> fucking kills me. You need to go like, to, you need I'm to bring a dog able, I'm capable. No, you need to say I might go fuck a 6 because yeah, yeah, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, but I don't want her to think, I wanted to think I can go fuck a 10. Out of, out of 10, not but you're Out not of gonna, 10. Yeah, yeah but she's going to laugh. She, but, you're not going to inspire jealousy. I want her to be jealous. Six and a half, maybe. Six and a half. I'll right. find a six and I'll a half. I'll go find a dirty rotten six and a half. <laughs> There's nothing wrong <laughs> with a good six and a half. <laughs> nothing wrong with a good six and a half. I don't know. <laughs> That's well can't. above average. Yeah. What's average? Five. five. No. Five isn't average. There aren't, there aren't more ugly chicks than... Like, that can't be the dead average. 
I'm you're I just, talking about the the middle one, whatever that is, the mean. That's five. What's the median? Probably five. Yeah. What's the median? Where do most chicks like more? There are more attractive chicks than there it's are. It's a bell ugly curve, chicks, surely. Right? Like it's like the the ridiculously ugly and ridiculously beautiful are rare. They're you're like only noticing attractive oh, people, wow. Mark. You need to treat everyone equally. I never thought of it as you a need bell to step curve, into some you know? lower circles. You got like, like, rarities on either side, so yeah, you probably do have the curve. most volume in five. You probably I haven't thought of that. You sure it doesn't sway to because like. <laughs> Here's the only here's the only thing I've got. Uh, Instagram bell curves. The last time I had bell curves was when I was at uni, and they were saying that the 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 bell, like the highest was sixty. Like that was that was the point of the highest. So the 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 average is sixty out of a hundred. Sixty. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that it's between five and six, but that's you know it's somewhere between five and six. Well, I'm going above average. So, but not just by a little. I'm going seven. Seven's the cutoff. <laughs> everyone everyone thinks they're a seven out of ten. Have you noticed that? Whenever anyone rates themselves. Out of it's ten safe. for hotness, they go. Oh, I think I'm about a seven. I'd yeah, probably. Seven. I, I think I was a maybe maybe just shy of seven. See, maybe a seven. Everyone's calling. Do you I, think you're a seven? Seven, S- Mark. I'm a ten, boy. Don't <laughs> fuck. Like yeah, I, that's the confidence. Yeah, fucked. <laughs> the confidence just brings you up. So you've gone from a six to a seven uh, now, even yeah. though you've said you're a ten. Uh, as a full package, I'm a ten. <laughs> like, like. Well, that's it. You got to think of the full package. Not just looks. I read this. I read this study about confidence that said, like, when we elect people. Uh, the, the the trait that we most vote for is not intelligence or or fucking knowledge or anything. It's yeah. confidence. Yeah. And and but the thing that turns us off the most is when someone who's really confident about something gets proven wrong, and then you no longer believe their confidence. So that's why I reckon you know like fake the, it till you make Boris it. But Johnson, then you got to make yeah. it. The Boris Johnson lie about the party. Yeah. Was it just like if he admits he was wrong, then he breaks that facade? But if yep. he just says no confidently, everyone's like, well, he's confident. So he probably didn't do it, but yeah. at least he's confident. I didn't realise that. That's a good thing. I mm. might do that from now on. I might do that from now on. Not take any Don't ownership uh, over my mistakes. What have you done? Lucky you've taught him. <laughs> That's right. Kind of already. Uh, <laughs> you already have the confidence. Like pe- people follow you. Yeah, but not... not, not the like, listeners follow you. But not with absolute certainty and, and you know... You know, perpetually. Well, because you've been proven wrong so many times. Exactly. Time and time again. It's very rare, but when it happens, like, <laughs> I, I own it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you that's, need to stop that's my it. biggest fault, is that I'm so quick to take, uh, you know, ownership over my mistakes. One thing Mark does is that he'll figure out mid argument that. When when he's when he makes a rare mistake, he'll figure out uh, mid argument that he's wrong, but he'll keep arguing down the line, and then maybe five or ten minutes later, he'll just quickly change his mind and be on your side. <laughs> it's fucking frustrating. That's that's good though. We well, eventually you do it, but that, like, shows, see, that, that shows that shows. I have to bring you up sometimes. And be like, wait, when did when was the point you changed <laughs> your mind? Because the, the, I'm always I'm in the moment at constantly. <laughs> I, I, like the thing is, I'm not going to sit here and argue a point. I'm not going to waste that fucking energy. You know me better than that. I'm not going to sit there and waste my energy arguing a moot point for no fucking reason. It's a beta move. It's just whenever something convinces me or whatever, I see it as a a bit clearer or you shut your mouth for 30 seconds and I get some clarity of thought and I go, oh, maybe I was a little bit wrong here. Not saying you're correct, but maybe I was a little bit wrong. Maybe there's there's an answer in the middle and I find it. It's hard. (laughs) It is hard to admit you're wrong. It was one of the things in the Dale Carnegie book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, that always stuck with me. It was like never tell anyone they're wrong. Yeah. Like that's the one of the worst things you could do. Yeah. Do those books work? That's quite a good book. That's not So you've read it. I've read that one. I've I read s- that quite young. I've seen the cover. I've seen the cover at so many like train stations and airports. It's one of those books. It's a good one. My dad bought it for me when I was a kid and I was just like, fuck. How to win friends and influence people. I took it really personally. It's like dad thinks I've got no mates. Like and I have to go out <laughs> and win that? friends. Fuck off, Dad. Get out of me. <laughs> 
you're wrong. And then I read the book and then I realized. I think that's a very clever chapter is don't tell anyone they're wrong because even if you're wrong about that argument, no, like, no one who's read the book should tell you you're wrong about it. Yeah, that's right. Do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a fucking good... It's, it's a, maybe that's my first policy if I run for politics is let's not call people out for being wrong. Yeah, let's yeah, let yeah. people be wrong just and just shut wrong. up about it. Is there any, any other interest, like were there anything else from the book that was... That stuck. Yeah, uh, yeah there's names. one that's like, yeah, names. names. Um, I remember people's names. I remember people's names. The most important... I'm very bad at that. This is really obvious, but like the most important person in, in the world is that person. And then he explains that by like, if you if you have a group of photographs, say you're in a group of 10, 20 friends, when you look at the photograph, what's the first thing you look at? Person in the middle? You. Oh. Yeah, you look for your own face. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Um that's Which I actually, I've actually trained myself to not do that, by the way. If someone shows me a picture where it's a group photo and I know I'm in it, I will make a point now to just, I, cho- I choose like the left-hand side and scan left because I don't want to be too self-absorbed. I look I, um, straight at my own face. I think it's a natural, right? Because you want to you like get context of where you were and then you'll be like, oh, that's right. And Seb was next to me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a 10 next to the other side of me. And that's what you want. <laughs> you want to remember. Um, I think it's just a recollection thing. Another really obvious one, but it's, it's, it wasn't that obvious until I read it. Like I didn't know, I didn't think about it. But like if you're writing an email or a letter asking for something, offer value to the person at the beginning of the letter first rather than just ask for what you want. Was, was quite interesting. But um, anyway, just little things like that. It's a good book. He's, he was quite hmm. articulate. It is, a, it is a good book. Hmm. It probably did give me some foundations for my uh, my ultimate trip down sort of sales sales lane, um, which is good because it, it, it's all of those books are the same thing where it's like you kind of know inherently the, all of the answers anyway. Like you know what the book's going to tell you, uh-huh. but it just lays them out in, really, in a really nice way. It ra- yeah. yeah right, You've never read a self-help book. No. I would. I'm going to buy some. I'm going to give you some books. (laughs) Very specific. Lucky, you you need self-help, mate. (laughs) That's what what Seb's saying here. It's like, mate, you're (laughs) You you sound curious. You're like, oh, do they actually work? Uh, I I am interested. Like, I've I've watched plenty of videos about, you know, like different... These things interest me because, like, I think there's so many different personality types that often these kind of books or philosophies... You know they're they're trying to be like a one size fits all. Oh yeah, and there's definitely snake oil salesmen out there. Like, yeah, no doubt. But like, I I am interested in like bits and bobs from each of them. You know, yeah, you just take little pieces. That's it. Yeah, you just find something that's good for you. Yeah, but the trick is actually like taking it in and like I said, because you already inherently know it anyway. You've just got to put it in practice. Otherwise, right. you're not you're you're not actually doing the you're doing the self, but not the help. Like you've actually you've got to put it in practice. Otherwise. It just disappears, and you sort of like you know the thing, but you mm. actually got to do it. Things like when you know, when they tell you shit like you know, get up in the morning and run, go and go see the sun, and you're like, yep, cool, got it. <laughs> and you don't do it. So <laughs> what's the point? Now you know it, but you don't do it. That's the that's the key. Are someone you, needs to do a self help self help book. Yeah, how to do. how to how, how to navigate self help? Yeah. Like these are the good books. Here's how to put them in practice. And then a book for that book. Just do it. I've never read. Books. Have you read any Tim Ferriss? No, 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 I've never nah, read. I don't know who that it's is. It's the same, like same sort of the, the two-hour work week, whatever it's fucking called, which is like just choose what you want to do and then make it your job. And uh, I don't know. I, I've never read it. I've, I've actually there's a few times I've gone on YouTube where they'll just go like I've done it with Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh yeah, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, right? Everything's a liability. I think that was his, that's his basic argument. Basic yeah, argument. It's a bit, don't it's a bit very don't simple. invest anything that's actually a liability, like property. Um, 
But yeah, I, I remember just watching like YouTube videos of other people breaking it down. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's enough. I don't have to read the book now. Yeah. Might do that. Just a cheat, cheater's guide to self-help. Cliff notes. Yeah, little cliff notes. Um, so have you went to the beach yesterday, mate. What what temperature was it? 36? That was boiling. Yeah, we went, we went late though. We went after work. So it was getting, like it was sort of sunset. That's romantic. By the time Which beach? St Kilda. No, we went to uh, fucking that's the dog, close. the me- memento. Is that what it's called? Mentone. Mentone. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's when Mentone. that's when the beaches start getting good. Yeah, yeah, that is when the beaches start getting good. And took um, the dog. Oh, he, that's he, good. He kicked sand all over the fish and chips. What a legend! Yeah, which was pretty funny because we had eaten enough by that point, so it was it was cute rather than he just like, hates vegan fish. He would have gotten thrown in the water if he yeah. did that to me. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to smack that so wait, the, break down vegan fish for me. Well, is it I, just soy? Like, I've, is I've it fatted. Had it, soy protein. I've right? had it before and found it disgusting. And then because we were going, I haven't been to the beach in fucking forever. And my memory of going to the beach is like you have fish and chips, but because I'm vegetarian now, like I can just have chips and potato cake. And potato cakes, it's just more potato. Like it's it doesn't. Feel the same. Re- rewind uh, one second. You said you got them from Northcote, right? Yeah. Well, because so I, you got it. You picked them up from Northcote, and then you drove to Mentone I, to eat them. I know it was a bit of a. It was a. Bit How of a fucking long were the chips in the car? We were eating them on the way there. To be honest, okay. you uh, have to, right? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> but so the reason we went to Northcote was because I googled best, best vegetarian okay. fish and chips, and the top one that came up was Northcote. And I tell you what, like I've had it before, and it was gross. Northcote. Actually, was like this is tasty, like because normally you eat it. This fake meat, normally you eat it and you go, oh, this tastes like shit. Fake, like this tastes like shit meat. It tastes like meat, but it's shit. Whereas this one, I was like, no, this is tasty. Like I, I'd eat this. Yeah, right. There you go. They are getting better at this magic. They this fucking magic. Hundred percent are. Like some of the burgers now, I'm like, geez, that's pretty close. I was I was wondering this, like if you had a kid who's vegetarian. So you just had a kid who was vegetarian from the start. And you gave them like a Beyond Burger. Can you test for that in the womb? <laughs> if they're, they're going to be vegetarian or vegan? <laughs> you can abort. Yeah, it's like an abortion. <laughs> Gattaca that it's shit. Reason it's like, oh, sorry, mate. It's looking like they're going to be vegan. How do you know? It's got green hair. <laughs> Fuck. No, no dairy for this one. Vegan. Uh, so. Can you do that yet? Is Gattaca come true? Yeah, maybe. If you, if you gave the kid uh, a beyond meat patty and it had never eaten meat would it think that it was nice or is it the fact that like do i like it because i know what meat tastes like and i'm like oh it's imitating that thing mm. or would they be like oh this is just some weird patty I, I i like the idea of the experiment with children mate and i agree i think we should absolutely do that experiment more, with children more should, experiments yeah. in children yeah, speaking of which mark you sent me a very disturbing video today it was a like an animal dude that experiment. really fucked me up man i know i didn't what was a bit was <laughs> why did you share it with me I You're like, know. dude, I, this made me feel sick. Well, I, was, I, was, I was just having a look for... Um, <laughs> it's yeah, a great way to start. Yeah. It? It's a great way to start the day. Well, it just, oh, this um, was horrific. Check it out. <laughs> it was like a German fucking animal lab that were doing tests on uh, monkeys, dogs, and cats. And the way they had these... It was German as well. Um, so like they had these monkeys like strapped to like gurneys that were like sitting... It looked like humans. They had like tubes coming down their throat. These dogs were like falling asleep on like... And just like crying on on fucking bloodstained floors. What were they testing? Cats with burns. Fuck knows. I have no idea. They're Germans, obviously, so they're doing some dirty shit. Like can't do it with humans anymore. So they just decided to test it on animals. But like the monkeys are fighting back, and they've got these like metal collars, and they're getting like locked into brackets against the wall. Jesus. They're strapped. Their arms are strapped down, and they just look completely fucking useless. And they're getting 
tubes up their mouth and stuff. It wasn't nice. It was not nice. And uh, so I shared it with Seb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, if, ruined my day. Trauma, trauma shared his trauma half. That's it. Like it's, and it'll um, be a bonding experience for you boys. Yeah. And it was, it was one of those ones that was like some chick apparently, this is the news story, she uh, helped rescue a, she saw a, a truck and a bunch of monkeys were running out of it. So she like ran up to the truck to try and help and she ended up getting one of the monkeys hissed on her and now she's feeling very sick. Oh, no. Um, that's so how 28 Days uh, Later started. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's what the, the beginning of another pandemic now, the monkey pandemic or something. So I was like, I was reading that just going, oh, that, that might be interesting to bring up on the podcast. And then I watched the video that was like uh, one of those like news.com.au completely irrelevant videos. It yeah, wasn't right. actually related to the article. It was just something that I was like, oh, this cunt likes monkeys. Here's another story about monkeys. <laughs> some, some coder was like, "This is the, the worst thing I've ever seen." I'm going to put it on news.com. Fucking yeah. horrible. But yeah, it, it took me a while to it took me a while to shake off. Um, but that's all right. We got there. Um, I actually went to the beach as well. On did uh, you really on the weekend? Yeah. How was it? You know, like the beach. I actually consider it to be one of like one of the things. I there was a time there when I was really big. I was I was really scared of the ocean. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Didn't like going in the water. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, Sebo, remember when we did sports bet? I was really scared to go in the water and had to get Woody Whitelaw to like oh, yeah. basically hold my hand to walk through. Were you the scared water. of about that? No, I was scared of like fucking starfish and yeah, seahorses okay. and shit in the water that were going to eat me. Like, I don't know why. Anything squishy. Um, no, I also that stuff like grosses it. me out. Yeah, it's gross. And uh, he explained it was like, nothing down there is going to kill you, mate. It's fine. But I was also massive, so I didn't want to go to the beach. And then... Because I had it as an insecurity or as a fear, I just decided I was just going to go to the beach almost every day. And there was a time there where I was going constantly. Um, so it was like... I like put it down exposure to like, therapy. Yeah. It was like one of my happy places. And there were times there where I was the only one on the beach, which is fucking awesome. Oh, that's That never um, happens. But then on Sunday, this guy came up to us, right? And he just... You could see him coming a mile away, right? He was, he was just sort of ranting and raving and wandering around. And he came up. Um, so there was like a, there was a couple down the road and, uh, they were like Asian and I don't think could speak English because he was just yelling at them and they're just sort of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, brother. Like, and they had no idea. And he's, he's like visibly upset. He's just like, how am I going to get What am I going to do? So I was like, fuck, I'll get up. And I went and spoke to him. Right. Um, and it turns out he was blind and got into the water and then, like thought he went straight out and then went straight back in. Oh wow! And was had drifted like fifty meters away and he couldn't find his bag and he's just in like these jocks or like board shorts but really little. Yeah. And he kept screaming at me. He was going like, "I can't get a Brunswick looking like this." And I was like, "It's okay, brother. It's all fine. Like, what are you looking for? Like, where's your clothes?" And he was like, "I don't know. I'm blind." Fucking hell! And I was like, "Why did you come to the beach if you're blind?" And he was like, he was ranting. Honestly, it was like. Maybe 20 minutes of him yelling and screaming, going, I can't go to Brunswick like this. I can't go to Brunswick like this. We ended up finding the bag for him, and it was like 50 meters down the beach. Oh, wow. He just drifted because of the fucking, um, because of the current. Because he can't see. He's blind, yeah. But like, and like I said, it used to be, it, you know, it used to be my happy place. And uh, I've got to say, it was fucking. Roll the clips, Emmy. Oh. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. Other people at the beach are a bunch of cunts, right? I feel like everyone can relate to this week's bunch of cunts, boys, because no one wants to share... (laughs) It was blind people. We were were very close. Yeah, yeah, I was sweating. No one wants to share the beach 
with someone else, anyone else, right? And uh, on the Sunday when we went there, the other people that were there were some of the worst specimens you could ever encounter. Um, you know, like who walks onto the beach and goes, yeah, fuck yeah, there's heaps of people here, this is great. No one. No one goes, yeah, oh, that's great, it's bustling. You're right. Unless no you're one after does like that, a beach right? party maybe. I mean, right? I, I, I can empathise with the fact that everyone also wants to go to the beach. Like, it's not their fault. But have you ever walked onto the beach and gone, oh man, there's no one here, damn. Oh, no, fuck, yeah, we've got true. it all to ourselves. That sucks. No, what a fuck. Nah, because here's the metric, right? Every single additional person at the beach uh, directly and incrementally decreases the level of enjoyment. And that's not just for me, but that's for everyone. That's just a fact, right? So I experienced like the full cross-section of cunts at the beach the other day. Has, and that pretty been, much has it been peer-reviewed? What's that? That that hypothesis? No, no, no. That's purely mine, but it's a fact, right? It's It's just a fact, right? I think anyone anyone who's been to a busy beach will understand, right? So firstly, we turn up. There's no fucking parking around. So I'm like, this is a fucking bad sign, right? When there's no fucking parking around, I've got the missus carrying on because she needs to take a piss and she wants to fi- go find a public dunny. And I'm like, I'm not finding a public dunny when there's a massive one we're about to go to, <laughs> right? You can get fucked. We're not driving around. We're going to the beach. It's getting fucking hot. So we park on the other side of the train tracks and we have to cross the fucking... It's a whole ordeal. So we're walking onto the beach and I hear the sounds of children playing and laughing and instantly I shiver, runs down my spine because I know what this fucking day is going to be in now. They're all playing like fucking beach cricket and shit, which is a dumb game. That is a dumb fucking game. You don't like Like, a bit of beach cricket? No, that is a dumb game. Go play cricket on the grass like a fucking normal person. Like (laughs) a sane person. I prefer to kick a footy at a a beach. That's way more fun. Exactly. And then like, it's it's not just the kids as well, boys. You've got to remember that that all these kids have fucking parents. So you hear like, instantly I'm hearing like, Kyle, don't touch that, sweetheart. Don't touch that. Swim here so I can see you. You know, Carl, where's Jennifer's floaties? Where's Jennifer's floaties? It's it's fu- just let the cunt drown. <laughs> just just let her drown and get the fuck off my beach. <laughs> and they've all got tents. It looks like fucking skid. It looks like Portland at the fucking beach, and they're all taking up so much fucking room. We have to keep walking, and I'm talking like 500 fucking meters down the beach, and there are kids like youth, uh, renegade youth, <laughs> youth drinking and listening to loud music. And you know how much I fucking hate. Loud music. No, it's just, it's loud. It's so obnoxious. Like, and they've just got to promote that they listen to shit music all over the joint. It's a weird flex. I fucking hate music anyway. Um, and what, what's wrong with the gentle sounds of the war, the waves? The gentle sounds of the waves and the <laughs> of the seagulls and shit. What's wrong with that? What's wrong? Why do you have to turn it into the fucking big day out everywhere you go with your Yui Boom? And then instantly we saw these fucking jacked dudes and I know I'm on my way there but like <laughs> I'm looking at those guys and like it's just too much like they don't even look like they're having a good time they look like they're they're, they're, they're at work and like their job is just to make everyone feel insecure like that's all they're doing I don't even know what they're, they're drinking like waters it's, 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 it's they're not having very, fun they're not having fun right um, and I, I don't even know who they're fucking trying to attract either Sebo because a lot of the women on the beach uh, <laughs> are either old leather bags <laughs> Right, who have not left the sun in 60 years, or they're just disgusting and have no shame. So the average wasn't um, six. No, no, it was well below. Um, yeah. You know, if they're fucking walking around in a two-piece that makes them look like a porchetta. It's, uh, it's the, not good. They've the got beach, cellulite. The beach median's lower. Than it's, the, oh, mate, it's just it's a fucking sea of cellulite, fucking caesarean scars and, and possible skin cancers. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? So, And I know what you're going to say, Lockie. Come on, mate. Like, there, there are plenty of hot chicks at the beach. I know what you're going to say. There's heaps of fucking... I was going to say, it doesn't heaps really of girls matter. in skimpy bikinis. You know, I know what you're going to say. There's plenty of that coastal puss. And you're right. You're right. There is. Jesus but Christ. there's a problem with that because I get boners very quickly. And if I see a hot chick, I've suddenly now got to lay on the sand 
with my dick pointing down and that crushes my penis, Lockie. And that's not comfortable. That's not fun. So the, the hot chicks on the beach, they're cunts as well. They're only going to cause me problems. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we find this spot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess f- like fair, if that, fair enough. Like, I, what, what can you argue? Fact. It's fact. It's peer reviewed. It's peer reviewed. <laughs> Everyone knows it. So anyway, find this spot. The missus goes in the water. She takes a piss. I go in the water. I take a piss. And then as we're walking back into the shore, there's like this, um, you know, it's like a 40 year old couple and they're basically just like fucking in the water. It's, it's just gross. Like I I've pissed in the water. That, I know. Yeah. I've just pissed in the water. And I find that gross. Like watching these two forty-year-olds. Like he's definitely they're in it. It's disgusting. They're probably going to get a UTI now because you've been pissing all over the ocean. It's uh, well, it's a big ocean. Come on, but like you don't have to fuck so everyone can see. It. Like he's, they're they're like jo- they're, they're pretending it's the waves crashing and shit, but it's not. They're fucking each other. Yeah, you can always tell. So we come back. We have a fucking bit of a, a sunbake and whatever. And this fucking family rock up like two meters, like way too close. They plonk their fucking towels down. So now I've got to listen to them fucking go on about. And this is honestly where their conversations were. It's like, what's your favorite water bottle? Uh, <laughs> the, the kid was clearly like their son who was like twenty something. He was clearly gay, but not out of the closet. And the mum was grilling him on girls. And he was like, yeah, I'm really interested in this one chick and it was not true that sounds interesting I'd love to have that I'd love to have that nearby the old bloke was talking about getting a a sebaceous cyst removed it was just it was was too much because I'm just trying to fucking chill out I'm just it's it's just not fair so they all fuck off they're they're there for like 20 minutes and I look forward to soaking up some wonderful sounds of the ocean boys you know (laughs) sitting down um, and all of a sudden then I hear the fucking bogan cunts fire up the jet skis <laughs> so now that's instead of the gentle sounds, it's just <laughs> so I fucking mm. grab the missus by the scruff of the neck and I go, Come on, we're getting out of here. The was, scruff of the, the neck. Scruff of the neck. I just went pat and pat your tails. We're getting the fuck out of here. This was my happy place, and now it's fucking gone. And we walk all the way back. I'm fucking storming back to the car. I get back to the car and I notice I'm like fucking sweaty. I'm hot. I'm unrelaxed. And that is not what the beach is about. The beach used to be fucking awesome. And uh, people have completely fucked it up and they've ruined it. There's kids, there's families, uh, the muscle fucks, the ugly bitches, Lockie, the the jet skis. Literally everything other than me at the beach are a bunch of cunts. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. Really got me fired up, boys. It was meant to be a peaceful place. You had two weeks to ruminate on that, didn't you? Does that, did you know what happened last week? This I actually people at the beach because I went to the beach the week before as well, and the blind guy happened on Sunday, yeah. and and uh, and I just when I was there again this week because I thought I'd give the beach another go because I had the bunch of cunts last week from the from the Sunday before mm. that. I added to it again, like <laughs> because it just kept pissing me off. Like it's just it is outrageous. And it was like, there were double ups as well. There were more muscle fucks. There were more hot chicks. There were more fucking saddlebags. You are right though. Like even on Tuesday, there were, there was kids playing touch footy within meters of us. And I, it, it, if anything was going to make me not want to get, not want to have children, it was watching them at the beach and them kicking sand and screaming and it's just the noise. Yeah. Like that's what gets me. It's It's just the noise. It's just the noise. The noise. It's like, go fuck off. Just fuck off. Yeah. Swear, I swear to God. Swim like, away. I'm an anti-vaxxer now because I just want half of these cunts to be wiped out. Like, I swear <laughs> to God. Fuck them all. Did you fuck hear, them all. Did you hear Meatloaf was an anti-vaxxer? I did know that. Yeah, and he got right. COVID. How's Meatloaf doing? He, he dead. What? He, he died. 
Jeez. You knew that because you yelled it out. So You're like, did you have meatloaf on your death pool? <laughs> so young. That's so how young. I found out so meatloaf young. died. That's how I found so out. Um, he was like 74, I think. Did he actually die of COVID? Well, it's not confirmed, but he was against vaccine mandates. Um, and he'd said a couple of other things because he was like Howard Stern. Um, he, he good friend of the pod. He, he, he probably friend of the pod. Howard Stern. He, lo- he looked in a higher risk category, didn't he? Yeah. Well, ha- Howard, yeah. Howard Stern, who's who's very pro-vax, uh, was saying that Meatloaf's family should come out and pull and, and make a statement on vaccines because it, it does sound like the the rumor is that he right. got COVID, wasn't vaccinated, and died. Yeah. Right. Oh well, doesn't take away from an otherwise fairly shitty life that meatloaf had <laughs> meatloaf. i watched a i watched a documentary because i i used to i used to get into a bit of meatloaf i fucking love meatloaf i like rocky horror back in the day he I was hate in that. rocky horror that, that show can get fucked Fly, um, he was good in fight club fight club he's yeah, not bad that's right. like Paulson. i watched this documentary Grand final day and he's just <laughs> so <laughs> sad all the time meatloaf he oh, was really? just so sad all the time was he? he was a bit of a perfectionist and he was fucking you know, he had like symphony orchestras and stuff at his concerts, and he was still just—he couldn't sing live, and he was—he was—he was struggling. And he was tired all the time. He just didn't look like he liked it anymore, and it's a shame that they sort of had to keep dragging it out. Um, he probably didn't have enough money. I, I reckon that's a, that went. Yeah, when apparently he didn't get much for Bad Out of Hell and that. <sighs> really? Yeah, someone fucked him over somehow. Because yeah, right. if they're still performing when they're like that, that old, that old and that shit, and they don't, there must it. there must be a reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wasn't doing cameos at least. <laughs> that's that's what he said. Alice Cooper. Ah, yeah. oh, that is sad, isn't it? Yeah, that's not good when you're doing fucking cameos. But you just know. Well, I don't know. You'd make a fair bit of fucking cash out of it. Like if you just did a day of cameos. It's like on. Yeah, but like it's a, not worth it, it for your brand, it, mate. Like every fuck. Every cast member on the office, except for like Jim, Pam, and um, the main guy, forty year old virgin, are doing cameos, and I'm just like, ah, oh, your careers didn't really go anywhere else after that, did they? Uh, yeah, you peaked and you're done. Yeah, yeah and you're always going to be that character from the office as well. Um, do you? They're making fucking Snow White again. They're doing a remake of Snow White. I heard I Peter heard, Dinklage yeah. was a little upset. Yeah, with the that. little fella's not happy about it. What? What are they? Are they CGIing them or something? Like the that's the little people. Yeah, I don't know. I what? think they must have asked him, or he's upset that they haven't asked him. I don't know. What was interesting with that too is that like because they were like. They'd come out and they were like, look how work we are. Like, uh, this, is, this is who we've cast as Snow White and this oh, is who we've cast yeah. as the evil queen. And then Peter Dickler's just like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, <laughs> it's what? like seven dwarves <laughs> that live in a cave together. Like, fuck off. My question though uh, is, like, yeah, they live in, it's, it's <laughs> seven dwarves living in a cave together is pretty funny. But is it, a, is it, is it actually that offensive? Like, it's a, it is an already existing it's, story. It's weird though, because I, I watched, I actually watched Snow White like a few months ago because I was trying to watch all the Disney movies and like I I had the thought I was like are these guys like a magical race they're they're not they're not like they're not like they're not like elves they're not like elves I always thought of them they're literally just little people I always thought of them as gnomes though I never thought of them as dwarves or like little people yeah in my head they were like gnomes they're they're gnomes to me so to call them the seven gnomes I guess but don't the little cunts save the day in the story, don't they fucking what don't happens. they do something? Yeah, she, they're, they're the apple. heroes of the whole thing. Like they, I get it. If you they, if it was like I have seven dwarfs and they're locked in my basement because they're little people and I don't like them anymore, like that would be weird if that was the story that Snow White went down. But like I feel like they're the good characters. They're hunting for diamonds. Was it like, Snow White's whole thing that she was like real pale and white? How could you? <laughs> hey, come on, mate. It's twenty twenty. The whole twenty twenty. Like she has black hair in that. Like maybe. 
She doesn't like, even have a chin in the original. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. So that's another thing I noticed. The fucking, they rotoscoped the shit out so of it. So you have to call it Snow Latina and the Seven Little People, I reckon. They're going to have to do that. Latinx. And it's, yeah, Latin, and the Latinx. Snow, uh, snow Latinx. Um, another theory is that Dinklage is getting all upset about this. Got his knickers in a knot because he didn't get asked to play Grumpy. Uh, and right, he's just yeah. auditioning for the role. Oh, that's smart. That's my other uh-huh. theory. He's just like, look at me, guys. I'm a pretty good grumpy. Grumpy's a big. Who's the who's the he's the biggest dwarf, right? He's Is the Doc standout. the biggest dwarf? Doc, yeah. He's Doc's like the the boss of the dwarves. Yeah, right? but he's not. You know, you don't think of the dwarves, and you don't think of Doc. Can you name him? Let's do this. This is good podcasting. Sneezy, grumpy, Doc, sneezy, dopey, 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 bashful, bashful, prance. <laughs> Prancer, sleepy, Wait, prancer? Sleep, no, sleepy, sleepy. Did we say sleepy. Prancer's a reindeer. Sleepy's one. This is fucking terrible. Content. Rudolph. Rudolph. This is terrible content. But, but can you name them all? Can you actually? No, name and them I, all? I, I'm not embarrassed <laughs> that I can't. Really? Because you're woke. What, 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 <laughs> just because I don't give a fuck about Snow White. You can't <laughs> oh, name them. You're googling them right fucking, now, Mister Fucking. <laughs> uh, having a Mr. little Google, Mister Fucking. I know movies. I didn't claim to know movies. I'm never. Uh, I've never said I'm a movie buff. I don't know movies from the fucking 1940s. Oh bullshit! When was Snow White made? Like, oh, Casablanca is actually a good film. I did read that in one of the original because like all these fairy tales have like 50 different versions of them. That in the original version there was they were. Like seven robbers or something, they change. They got changed to dwarves somewhere along the line. That sounds woke to me. It's like you can't get it right. Is that you fucking? You don't cast them if they're robbers, and you cast them all as white males. Then you're fucked if you don't cast maybe, dwarves. Maybe like, you cast them. But, but there's seven but good checks if coming. You, if you stop <laughs> the movie from happening, like, are you putting seven dwarves out of work? No, but maybe you'd cast them, but you don't call them. You don't call it like seven dwarves. You call it. Snow White and the seven and the little people, people no, suffering no, no. from a particular no no just order. Yeah. the seven seven cunts I, I so heard, seven little cunts <laughs> yeah I heard an interesting thing, thing I, don't I don't know if this is real I don't know if this is true Peter this, tell us what to do this might be fake news but I heard a rumor it was like an internet rumor that Danny DeVito plays up how short he is and in reality he's actually about five ten I believe to that. five nine nah but you've seen photos of in context right. He's Wait, a little fella. What is he on Always Sunny? He looks pretty short in I that. I think the average size of a fucking actor is 5'10", by the way. Because it's, it's better to be a little shorter as an actor because it's harder to get roles if you're too tall. Um, Man, it could have just been an internet rumour. I think you... By the way, boys, we nailed it before. Grumpy, sneezy, dopey, uh, sleepy, doc, bashful, happy. Fuck, we're good. So we did all right this there. This bullshit. We did this all right there. Terrible. So all right, I'm going to save this podcast. We're going to go to confessions. All right, cool. Let's go. Confessions, eh? That's it. Saving the podcast single-handedly. Nice By the and way, abrupt transition into into confessions. Oh, sorry, because that, nice. that dwarf content was so fucking great. Mate, I had plenty left in the tank. People to be are going to be re- moved me on. People are going to be mm. rewinding. You've moved me on. I have to do dwarves next week. Um, Little people. By the way, it's our. F- we've officially been doing the podcast for a year. It's our fifty-second episode. Fifty-two. Yay! Oh. Oh. Round of applause. Um, everyone, fifty-second. How exciting! Uh, let's just jump straight into confessions. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Do we? So at 104, do we have to celebrate two years? Well, that's two years. But so do we have to, or do you just do you just go to whole numbers from well, now on? You go to like 100. Whatever we can do to fill the content uh, of the podcast without dwarf shit. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Not gonna happen, mate. No. <laughs> should we? Should we have a confession? 
H. No, no, no. Should, should you read them out? Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do your thing <laughs> do that second. you fucking brought up. Yeah, all right. Uh, Go on. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. We'll be getting some weird <laughs> confessions, boys. This is a weird one. This is. I'm a little worried about the person that's written this. Um, oh, and I'm going to read it out as they wrote. Um, so anyway, when I was 13, I had sleep paralysis, and I meet a man called the Masked Man <laughs> in my paralysis. And what the Masked Man does... When you can't move is when you're under sleep paralysis, there can be a demon named the Mask Man that will come into your room with a sack and in said sack is your family. You have to watch him cut your family members' throats eye to eye with his long fingernails and at the end of killing, he continues to drag his nails over your head with your family's blood on them. <laughs> Until you wake up and it was the scariest thing in my life and I thought to myself, everything else is just extra. Sounds like you actually had a real life encounter with BTK, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like you had sleep paralysis at all. Um, no, that just sounds like a really bad dream, bud. No, that was a demon. That That's was a bad that was dream. A real demon. don't. You get. Don't induce. You get a bit of sleep paralysis. Those were visions you were having. You get a bit of sleep paralysis, right? You, you've yeah, never I, seen anything. I like. get it all the time. Like, I probably get it like once a month. Once every, once a month, once every couple of months. I've never seen anything. It's literally just. You wake up and you can't move for. Have a you few seen seconds. anything, Sebai? Yeah, I've seen like uh, figures, but never the masked man. I've heard. The like that's you know, just I've deep, never seen right? the masked, that's masked just, man. Like that's just full on deep. I'd, I'd love to know if he keeps having this as like a recurring thing because that's what I've heard. Is that that it's was when he was thirteen? So I don't know if he's he might have said he had it again. But oh yeah, otherwise you would have said last week I just experienced another one of my. So it just sounds like you had real bad. Apparently it's fucked. Apparently it is pretty full on. Yeah. Um, old the old sleep paralysis. I had a friend of mine that was like. Um, I reckon you'd like it, mate. <laughs> he t- kept telling me that he reckons I'd like yeah, it. You, uh, like you said that. And I just don't like. I, I don't. You. Uh, you don't. It's not what you think it is. You just kind of like, fuck. I can't move. Being I, stuck's not nice. It's stressful. You feel stuck, and then it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd actually be into it, but I am. Um, we I could just, just pin you down. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a little bit of false imprisonment. Yeah, just hold me down. Lack of freedom of movement. I'd like that. Basically. You would like that. I'm into it. All right, this <laughs> next one's a bit long, but it's good. This person had to sign an NDA. Oh. He actually said, I think this confession would have to be on the Patreon one because after what happened, fuck I had to sign I. an NDA. But I thought, no, nah, fuck it. We don't track IPs. This guy's completely anonymous. Oh. We're going to read it out on this one. Yes. You reckon that's okay? No, because he ha- th- that's why he's saying it. Oh, it's really? because the facts will be so clear as to who it is uh, okay. that he doesn't want it on a well platform. I'll tell you what we'll say we will save this for the Patreon uh, I think yeah, I think on. I think that might be a wise move is, right. that the um, le- is that your legal brain kicking in yeah like if, it, if there's facts in there that can actually lead him back even though he said he signed an NDA and he doesn't say his name it's still disclosing of well, confidential information well that is a perfect plug to head on down to the Stepmates Patreon it's only $5 a month you get an extra episode every week it's only five bucks. It's, it's fucking so bucks. cheap. And we're getting heaps of cunts still flying through, Seba. It's uh, that's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Last week, in and of itself, I think we got an extra three or four people. And they're all, they're all, because we've got the $5 tier. We've also got a $10 tier. And for the $10 tier, boys, you know what you get for that? What's Stepmates that, mate? follows you on Instagram and you get access to the close stories on the Stepmates Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah, that's. No, that, that's too much value that's for too $10 much value. a month. I didn't even that's know that much. was what the $10 Is that Australian dollars? Yeah, we, we could follow you as Stepmates, uh, Lucky. No, I think we already do. But uh, that's, $10, that's Australian? $10 Australian. So if you're in the US, that's like six bucks. And what happens if you leave the Patreon? Do we then stop following you or do you always get that follow I honestly have no... I, I, I can't <laughs> tell. I'd have, to, I'd have to really be on the ball to stop following you. But you wouldn't get... 
No, you still get the close stories. Yeah, right. You could just pay $10. You could listen to it. If you don't like it, you could just I leave. think we need to have a chat about this offline, mate, because uh, that is way too much value That's for $10 a outrageous. month. I'm not, I don't know. Netflix don't just know. went up to, what was it, 17 bucks a month or something? Did it really? Yeah. Fuck that off. Join this today's fucking Patreon. There's better, better content anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, that, this is a fucking good confession. And I didn't mean for this to sound like an intentional plug, but it's no, probably a it, really it, good plug. I just, yeah, you got to be real. You got to be real careful with with NDAs. If there's any facts that can, it's not for us. Like we don't know who it is. Yeah, he's in trouble. But if a particular party can trace the facts back to them and them alone, like, is it is it a whistleblower or is he telling a story? He was involved in a uh, a large production. What a, what a, what a tease. I know, yeah. what a team. You know what? I'm actually going to do the Patreon this Friday. You're going to listen to it. Yeah. Do it, mate. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Yeah, all right. Sorry, uh, mate. Anyway. I, I don't mean to put a... I don't no, mean no, to it's, burst good. Your bubble it's good. On that it's good. It's uh, good. Oh, there's only one left here, but uh, I'll read it out anyway. G'day, boys. My girlfriend and I heralded in the new year at the beach. After the countdown and whatnot, we headed to the beach car park and we had sex in the public dunny. Yeah! We finished. I came on the toilet floor and we, yes. prompt, we promptly left without cleaning it. Ha ha. Good man. That's it. Good man. Would you clean it? I wouldn't touch a public toilet floor. No way. No way. I that's, that's for, the, for that very reason. I, I, I think that's what public dunnies are for, is for coming on and pissing on and, and not treat. I don't think you need to be worried. It wasn't. I don't think. A beach a beach toilet, it's all concrete and shit. You, Hoses down. You've got, public, to, assu- you've got to assume when you go to a public toilet, there's cum on the floor. Public like dunnies are so fucked. Like... No one's eating uh, off the floor of a public dunny, right? They are disproportionately fucked public dunnies. Like, oh, they're gross. There's sh- always there's always literal shit and piss everywhere, and I, the seats always broken up. Like, who is doing this? The messy shits that you see, and and the ones that stand out are Southern Cross Station. If you've ever gotten trained back to Ballarat, oh, yeah. and like the shits that people take in those dunnies, they're like, I'd be pr- like that. That's like. Would be like my magnus, my magnum opus shit. Like that would be my great work. And people don't flush. It's just like, like, who who is doing all this stuff? Public dunnies make you realise just how sick a lot of people yeah. are. Like when you see some of the, you know, the the integrity of their poos, and you look at it and you go, oh, like why did you go outside if you felt like this on the inside? <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Good. Doesn't make sense. It's not um, safe. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty gross. Isn't it weird as well? They've got like. Every public dunny, no matter where you go, whether it's here or international as well, they smell the same. Like the smell of, you get enough people, a, a cross section of people pissing and shitting in one spot. The smell is always the same. It's rank, but it's always takes the same. you back, doesn't it? Really takes you back. Like, I nostalgic. can actually smell it now, just thinking about it. Like the public toilet smell. I reckon you could do eau de public toilet. Yeah, and you could sell it as a perfume. There, but you know, there's a different. Might, might not sell there's a, a ton, different though, like because there's, there's a, a market, mate. I think you're, <laughs> there's a public <laughs> toilet. Please, a market. There's a public toilet at a train station, <laughs> but that smells a lot different to a public toilet in a pub, because the pub it's that real strong piss smell, yeah. and maybe the urinal cakes. Yep. You know, well, back in the day, pubs didn't need to um didn't need to clean the dunnies. Like I was working in a pub, we didn't have to do that because everyone was smoking inside still, so that would cover up the smell of the toilets. And then um they were shitting themselves because they were like, well, fuck, we're gonna have to get proper cleaners for the dunnies now because it just smells like piss all of the time, and there's nothing to cover it over. Um, which is what the the smoke done. Um, have you ever come on the floor publicly, boys, and outside any sort of public display of cum shots? I have to think about that. Lucky? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Because I can tell you my very first blowjob was on a driveway 
and uh, drive where all the best first ones are. Yeah, so like she was sort of tucked behind the bins there a little bit, uh, <laughs> and uh, it was like was this was a like house romantic. party or something? Yeah, it was like the day okay. after. Like, we'd sort of gone out the day after, after a house party. It was like it was the morning after. Oh, so it was oh like, my god, so, boys! I've been been fucking working this one for a long time. So you like, got like you got like the sun. All yeah. So not only was it the sun. It was like there were tradies going to work that day and honking their horn. Holy as shit. I was going, yeah! <laughs> Every other blowjob after that must have been a fucking letdown. It, well, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. But then I, I came on the, the concrete and then whenever uh, I spoke to people about it, because you've got to tell everyone, right? So uh-huh. I was telling everyone, I was like, I, know, I, came, on the, I came on the concrete. Uh, that eventually got all the way back and back to her, and then she was really upset that that was the that was the highlight. That of was the, the takeaway. <laughs> it was like, why are you telling everyone that you came on my driveway? Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just different. Yeah. I've got to say, I, f- I feel like I, yeah, every other blowjob, like then I can't, I can't come. How how old crazy. were you? How old were you? It was uh, oh, it was like borderline. 15, 16, that's I reckon. Good age. Probably that's, that's 16, good age. maybe pushing. I still pushing. can't believe it was in the morning. Like, yeah, how the like fuck did you switch? She was, she was sober. Yeah. <laughs> or well, was it was it like a kick on? Hey? Was it like a kick on environment? No, not at all. It was, it was just, I was hanging around like a bad smell. It was just brunch. Just, yeah, it was just hanging around. <laughs> just hanging around. You just would smell then too. Like your, your breath wouldn't be good. You wouldn't have brushed your teeth. I wasn't in good shape, boys. Wasn't in good shape at all. She wasn't making out then, Lucky. She was sucking his dick. Like. He was just sucking my dick. Apparently, so. I know, I've, 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 he was just trying to get rid of her because he wouldn't leave. I'd have given her a growl as well. Oh, so, really? On, that, the, on the concrete? On the, the driveway. So, yeah, she didn't lay down. She stood up. Oh, wow. She just tucked the old leg over the shoulder and, and I had to go looking up to the sky and gave me the... <laughs> I did it. It was like a bird feeding. Was that the first it time? Was like, that's what it looked like. Like a reverse bird feeding. Was that your disgusting. first time doing it as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's pretty incredible. Funny. Such a yeah. vivid image. I know. I know. Yeah. So I'm down on my knees and the thing is... What well, a silhouette. Because gentleman, I did it first. <laughs> I went first. Just to seal the deal. Just to seal the deal. Because oh, I'm a nice guy. Shit. Yeah, did it look like a bird feeding. It was like, <laughs> no good. No good. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> I can't top that. Is that the end of confessions? We got any more? Uh, I think we should just go straight to mailbag. To be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can yeah. roll. Fuck me, man! This podcast is flying by. Let's yeah. Do it. Like, talk about dwarves. <laughs> it's time for the stepmates mailbag. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. It's a stepmates mailbag. We were just offline talking about that blowjob for another five minutes. Yeah, we gave it. That's a what we were doing. Um, it's very. We should put that on the Patreon. No. Uh, well, doctor on the Patreon. I'll yeah. tell everyone. I'll tell uh, her the name. I'll tell her the name. Um, best, of, best. No, no, I'm not going to say best of your life. You didn't say that. I don't need to rate. One more it. fact about it's this shit, right? So maybe two <laughs> weeks before, maybe two weeks before we we had this little thing, we were on the school bus, and uh, she was telling me she did this thing with her with her tongue that made it look like a like a bath. That's what she'd do. She'd like she was like make it like like a cup. Oh wow! She was like, look at that. That's where I hold all the cum. <laughs> and then I got really excited because I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" And then, yeah, when I was getting the blowjob, she was like, "That's the cum holder." She was like, "Don't you come in my mouth!" And I was like, "But what about the what about the what about the tongue bath? <laughs> what about the tongue bath? The little bird bath?" Oh fuck! So she was lying. It wasn't for the cum at all. I don't know what it was for. <laughs> what is it for? It's a mystery. Right, right. It's a mystery. We'll, we'll have to get show. her up. We'll have to get her on the, um, get her on the line. Uh, this first girl. one, I just want to be, give a big shout out to Jacob Jacob Armit. Who, um, who sent us this the other day. He said, Hey, fellas, loving the pod. I've attached my slowly compiled list of all the bunches of cunts, minus the original podcast that we did with uh, Scott. And then he said in brackets, fuck Scott. 
Um, Good thought, man. Thought you guys would appreciate the list. There's something. There's some fucking brilliant ones in there. All my personal favorites are indicated by the hundreds. So what he's done, he's written out. There's 52 or 51 bunches of cunts here, and he's like ranked them. Give us a look. Did so, we, did we talk about this already? Do we not? We haven't. We talked about it on the Patreon oh, briefly, but I haven't, okay. I haven't done the official. Uh, I love this list. I like I, I'm looking at this list now. It is. It is a fucking. It's a feat. Like he's done such a fucking. I wish good I can't job. really do it justice here. I don't know how to. Maybe I could make it the podcast art. Just put it on the Instagram story, and if you subscribe to Patreon, you'll be able to see it. Oh, it's like a close friend story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mate, just you want it up a bit more permanent than that because not everyone's going to listen in the next twenty four hours. But save the story. Maybe we'll figure out, I'll figure out a way for, to get this. But basically, it's a, yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's it's really cool. So yeah, they've started off like I don't know why one is not applicable. What, what number have, one? We, we mustn't have had one. Well, did we not have a bunch of cunts, a bunch of cunts like in the did. first episode? But Maybe yeah, disgruntled hospitality remember. workers. I'll just run through his hundreds here. Disgruntled hospitality workers. That was a cracker. Optus. That was an angry one. Actors. Hundred percent true. Not even not even funny. Um, people who pull off the perfect wedding day. Episode yep, twelve. That was a good one. Ladies. Yeah. Um, everyone in and around the town of Launceston, Sebo. That was my bunch of cunts. And it's got 100. Well there. Done, he loves Seb. that one. Environmentalists, uh, people who are more than successful than me. That's true. Uh, my entire family, people <laughs> who work funny. at supermarkets. That's true. That's true. Oh, the bulldogs that work in traffic management. That's his personal favourite. 200s. 200s. That's Lockie's least favourite, everybody. Absolute least favourite. My um, girlfriend hated it too. <laughs> she, did she really? Yeah, she was my upset. girlfriend also hated it. And so did my mum. That was the first episode. That was the first one she listened to. That was the first to. one she listened to. And she was like, I'm out. I'm done. Oh, well, <laughs> they were never going to sign up to the Patreon anyway, those cunts. Um, nah, look, well, clearly, polarising as it is, it's it still resonates with some people. Well, that was Old ep- Jacob loves it. Episode twenty two. Go go back and listen. Like we got to post like, this somewhere so people can go back and find their favorite ones. And I I took your fucking I took your advice, you cunts, when you were like you can't be doing that shit anymore. <laughs> I took your fucking advice as much as I disagreed with it, and it looks like Jacob has suffered because look at the back end of that fucking list. There's three after that. There's three people that embrace change. People who don't think Red Rooster is the best. Gamers, drug dealers, there's three. There's fucking ten before that. Before your shitty change that, you and your missus didn't like it. <laughs> maybe. But that's four out of uh, like 30 episodes. So so maybe, I'm, that's what I'm saying. They, have they dropped in fucking quality ever since I got that note that it was like, come on, mate, don't be punching down on the Bulldogs. Maybe you need to go harder. That's what we're getting. I think next list. week I'm going hard on the Bulldogs. I think I'm going to have to no go back. I'm going to have to revert. I'm it's, sorry, but I, I don't <laughs> believe you, your girlfriends, or your mums. Uh, Know what the fuck to do with bunch of cunts. You're wrong. And I agree with Jacob. I think he's right. It's like if you did a bunch of cunts and you were like, I don't like N-words. There'd be a portion of the listener base that would be like, that was my favourite episode because I also don't like N-words. But you, you, you just can't you can't say it. You can't please all the people all the time. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Uh, Fuck yeah, it. It's a great list. Anyway, I'll find it's a, a good list. You, if you he, send me a DM, I'll send you the list. He That's put, probably the easiest way to get it. A, a good amount of effort in. I appreciated all the little descriptions. He's done. He's done it. It must have taken a fucking long time. So fucking shout outs to you, Jacob. You're a fucking legend. Thanks for doing that, mate. Um, we'll find a way to fucking look after you somehow. I don't uh, know, all right. We'll next, I got a couple. There's not too many. There's not too many. But that was a good one. Um, filling time. Filling time. 
Feeling time. Uh, all right. G'day, blokes. Got a Dr. Wilson uh, here for you, uh, or some some notes from the segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, I took your advice and I found a chick on Tinder. We've been seeing each other for just over a month now. She's actually vaccinated and very politically incorrect, so ticked all my important boxes. Bringing yeah, them hey. together, Lucky. It works, mate. It fucking works. It's I'd happened love- again. That was the guy. So he was dating someone who was an anti-vaxxer, uh, old Kane. And um, so, what did he do? I wonder what it was. What was the advice that it worked? Oh, so he just changed up his um, changed up his profile, and it ultimately worked for him. I yeah. guess so. Must have. Well, there you go. That's another reason why we should be bringing back fucking Doctor Wilson, boys. We should be pumping that out more often. Yeah. It's actually working. It's making a difference. Old fucking what's his name? Kane. Kane. He's getting his dick wet because of the fucking segment. That's great. <sighs> He's coming on the concrete. That reminds me. I had a Patreon. Uh, I think it was a Patreon message come through. They were asking me to bring back Mark versus Lockie um, on that list, <laughs> and the suggestion was to see who could name the most bunches of cunts. Um, I mean, one I of us did that. did write all of them, and then the other bring one. Bring back Mark and Lockie. That's true. Yeah. Here. These listeners don't know what they're fucking talking about, okay? That was a great segment. So (laughs) let's not take the advice of any willy-nilly listener, okay? Imagine if we did bring it back, though. That'd be a real curveball. Oh, oh, update on Mark versus Lockie, actually. Fuck, I've got this. uh, My missus came down yesterday and went, do you still want this Bear Grylls book? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was only yesterday that that came to fruition. Only yesterday. I'd forgotten about it. I'd forgotten about it. You moved houses and you still had it on your bedside table. Yeah, and she was just like, are you ever going to read this? That's so funny. She finally fucking found it. So it's taken, what, It paid off. Eventually. The segment paid off. Longest punchline ever. And then I don't know what happened. I don't don't even know what she's done with it. I think She just put it back on my bookshelf. Oh, she gave (laughs) it back to you. She just put it, she just chucked it on there. Yeah, good. That's where it belongs, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. John handed me off the the Bear Grylls book. But yeah, that was the, uh, for those not listening, what was it? uh, For those um, that uh, weren't around for the, was it episode like six or seven or something? You were doing Mark versus Lockie? Yeah. It was a bad segment. It was an awful segment. And then um, (laughs) the the reason I lost the, the quiz or some whatever bullshit game you made me play, and I had to hold on to a book. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a, a punishment. terrible punishment. Um, terrible punishment. It's only <laughs> now come to fruition. There are some good segments though that we could we could bring back. Spicy meatball. That was a bit of fun. Yeah, where's your spicy meatballs? I'll bring it back. You got to bring, bring back, back spicy meatballs. We should try and come up with new ones because they're always a bit of fun. Yeah. All right. Maybe we should do another segment. It's been a while. It's been a while. We'll figure it out. We'll brainstorm. Um, next mailbag here is from Nelson Moo. Hey, dads, bring back the physical mailbag. Regards, Nelson. What was the physical mailbag? We asked people to send shit in. Oh yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah, Is that what it was when we, br- we? That was way back. I think that was that was uh, the He You Shall Not Be Named podcast. Wow, that was that was a long time ago. The old physical mailbag, Jesus. mailbag. But okay, yeah, the address is available online, right? Yeah, we, we got a PO box too. PO yes. box two six four Fitzroy three zero six five. Two six four. We never check it. Yep, it's two six four. Yeah, right. Uh, oh. Last one in the bag. This is from uh, Michael. Uh, question for the potty, or mainly Mark. Uh, what's his favourite part about the Australian Open? Is it the tennis itself, or is it the fact that everyone's favourite impersonator, Elliot Loney, gets to become minorly <laughs> relevant for a week with his hilarious, in, in quotes, uh, tennis player impersonation? I think you nailed it. Have you seen this? Have you seen them? No. Mate, it's... I just... I, it, it's... I saw, I saw him when we... we, we I think you showed me a video of his SNL audition. Yeah, we watched that on the yeah. Patreon. That was cringe the fest. first time I'd ever seen him. Cringe fest. This is even worse. Yeah, cringe fest has got to come back. But just seeing, like, I don't know, because all the, you know what Australian television presenters are like as well. So he'll be standing there and he'll be doing some Rafael Nadal 
uh, fucking impression, right? And then they'll be like, oh, laughing and laughing. And then they'll go, <laughs> now is, is uh, we're just being told by the producers that Nick Curios is also there. Uh-huh. And then he sort of walks off screen for a bit, quickly changes outfits. It's like a kid waltzing into a room <laughs> and doing different impressions and all the parents laughing over the top. Like it's, I just, I, there's part of me that just feels bad for him. It just, I just feel, I just feel awful for him. And even Carl the other day on the, because um, I can't help watching him because it's, it's really, it's, it's so. Because he, he's but your nemesis. He's my nemesis. But I, I <laughs> Carl was just like, so who else have you got there, Elliot? Who else have you got there? And then Elliot was just like, hey guys, it's a pleasure being on the show. Uh, I think it's been nine years that we've been doing this show together. Isn't that great? And Carl was just like, we don't want to talk to you. That was his face. <laughs> and then he went, no, no, sorry, mate. Who else have you got yeah, there? Like, okay. what other impressions? Oh. We're on the clock, bud. Oh. Like, we don't want to hear your voice. We want to see you do fucking. That's, that's awkward. Oh, my name's fucking Curios, uh, uh, bro, bro, and all this. my favorite subject, pork barrel. Sorry, did that come through your headphones too? <laughs> Holy shit, mate! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just uh, I've got some some freelancers working here. What's that? What's uh, that little fucking. On that note, let's. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a little bit of a sneak peek for the episode that's coming out in I, a couple of days. I thought that was that Mark was doing an impression there. That was that was. <laughs> I honestly, I forgot we were playing. Essentially, I am doing an impression there uh, <laughs> of uh, of someone. But um, there you go. That was abrupt and terrifying. John, sorry, John Barillo. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna stop touching the fucking. Maybe I'll just turn down the, uh, the the. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Back loop. <laughs> uh, that's my fault. Jesus I'll take that. Jesus Christ! Do I think I... if I had to name a dwarf, it'd be dopey for you, mate. That is absolutely <laughs> outrageous. Woo. <All> absolutely right. <laughs> outrageous. Should we wrap things up there? Uh, we should wrap it up for all you good cunts to support us down on Patreon. Make sure you tune in on uh, Friday because we are going to be reading this. Delicious confidential uh, confession. This NDA breaching confession. We're going to be reading that on Friday. So if you're not signed up to the Patreon, make sure you just jump on there. Hey, sign up for a month. Just sign up for a month. Pay ten bucks. We'll follow you on Instagram. You get all the fuck. You get all the benefits of that. It's like buying stocks. It might be worth something in a, in a while. It's buying clout. It's like buying clout. Exactly. It's what it's all about. But um, yeah. Other than that, nothing else to report, eh, boys? We're nah. good. We're done. All 52, right. 52 episodes. It's been a year. It's been nah, nice doing it with you boys. That's yeah. it. Happy 52, which is you know, a very, very traditional episode to celebrate. Happy 52nd podcast, yep. everybody. Thanks for joining us, all you good cunts, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>